Welcome, welcome guys. Welcome to another episode of What I Know Now. As you already know, it's your girl Maisha. What's up? What it do? Um, I know y'all waiting on the episodes. Thank you so much. As you guys know, today is Friday the 13th. So, what better way than to pop out Friday the 13th than uh, with a story? So, Friday the 13th get, puts me in the status of, it's kind of like, it it brings me back to when I was 13. Um, and kind of kind of like a little scary moment, I guess you could say. So Friday the 13th, it, the situation necessarily didn't happen on Friday the 13th, but I was 13. So I'm going to give y'all this little story. This is called 13. <laughs> this segment is called 13. So I'm 13. Um, I'm in California. I get a call. My mom, now y'all know at this point, my mom have, had left me. So she left me. Now I get a call at 13. So she left me at 8. I get a call at 13. 13, hey, Isha, that's what she calls me. Um, You need to go ahead and get your stuff. Um, I'm going to, you know, your granddad is getting you a ticket and we flying you, flying you to Texas. So I'm in California and I'm like, Texas? Because all I know about it, Texas, is that shit, I see movies and motherfuckers is on horses and shit. See, it's like a it's like one of them things where if you ain't never been to Texas and all you can go by and you don't really live and all you can go by is movies, that's what you think. You think it's big ass grass balls just, you know, rolling in the street. You think it's cowboys, you think it's horses. Now it is that shit out here, but it ain't like that. It's actually like city, a city, you know, it's houses and, and shit like that. But I'm like, Texas, oh my God, it's going to be our country. And I ain't never been to no Texas. And, you know, I'm a city girl at this point. Um, Act up, you can get it. So I'm a city girl. I'm like, Texas, the fuck? All right, you know. And my brother is out here at what, girl? Okay, and my brother is out here. Uh, my brothers, by this time, my mom had had like three more fucking kids. We'll talk about that shit, y'all. But so, yes, she left one kid and had three more. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that. So, anyways, um, come on, let's go. Now, mind you, me and my mama in a good space. Now, don't be trying to talk about my mama and shit. Bitch ass. But anyway, so, um, now when she pissed me off, we'll talk, y'all. We can talk all the shit we want. But, um, so, yeah, so I get the call, you know, hey, we're gonna, you're gonna come out to Texas. Um, you know, grand, your, grand, your granddad got your ticket. So, I'm like, okay. Um, go, come on. Um, your, grand, your granddad bought you a ticket. I'm sorry, y'all, my baby gotta use the bathroom. So, I'm like, okay. So, I get my shit, get packed, say my goodbyes to my guy family, the people that's right, that raised me. It was hard, but I really honestly was ready to go. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I'm one of them people that I'm sensitive, but I'm not. It's so weird. I guess why they could say that. I guess that's why some people say a sensitive gangster. Because I could, I, if I wanted, like, dead ass, I could shut my emotions off. But I just, I don't know. It's so weird, y'all. I'm a very complex person. It's like I could care, but not really give a fuck at the same time. Only because I know disappointment. Only because I know what it's like to be, um, the reason I can do that is because I dealt with a lot of disappointment in life. So to me, I can feel a little something, but I know 
shit can go left any at any moment. So it, it allows me to turn my emotions on and off. So as I'm saying my goodbyes, I'm like, all right, bye, y'all. Thank y'all for what y'all did. Bye. Fuck you. I'm out. Peace. I'm going with my mama type shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm only 13, but I'm ready to get, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready to see my brother. I got uh, my, my, my brothers, my sister. And then I got two brothers. I mean, three brothers I never met. I'm ready to get the fuck up out of California. Plus, I was finna go to this high school, y'all. Now, it's, it's called Jordan. Oh, mommy, you need to drink some water. It's called Jordan. And it's a high school. Watch out. It's called Jordan High School or whatever the fuck. And I was like, they was shooting at that school. Now, mind y'all, I'm in Watts. And they was shooting at that school and fucking going on lockdowns and shit. And look, look here. I could get ghetto. I could get red shit. I could fight, do all that shit. If I have to. Don't get me wrong. But I don't want to. I'm a lover. I need y'all to understand. When people say they lovers, it don't mean they can't fight or won't fight or don't fight. It means that they choose not to. I don't like that shit. If that's the case, there's a lot of hoes I would have beat the shit out of. But I just feel like I don't want to go to this school. I ain't got time to be worried about no hoes. I ain't trying to get on lockdowns. I ain't got time for shit to be shot up. So at this time, when my when my mom calls me, it's already time that I would be ha having to go to that school. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I'm like, oh, thank God, my mama called me right on time. I don't like this bitch, but she called me right on time, and I'm ready to go because I don't want to go to this school. So anyways, y'all, I I get my plane ticket. I get on a plane. Never been on a plane a day in my life. So I'm scared. I'm like, Lord, please don't let me get on the wrong plane. Because I don't know where the fuck I'm going. If I get lost, that's it. I'm me dead. So, because I was clueless, you know. And I'm only 13 years old on a plane by myself. I don't know what the fuck going on. I don't know where to get off. Then, the plane I get off. I mean, the plane I'm on. My granddad cheap ass. Rest in peace. He cheap than a motherfucker. Got had a lot of money, y'all. But just cheap as fuck. Ain't going to pay for me to ha get on a plane and have a one-stop why would you do a one stop on the, for a 13 year old that ain't never been on a plane before? I'm like, this nigga cheap as fuck. Now, if I get lost, close the door. Close the door. I'm like, if I get lost, I'm on the motherfucking tour. Close the door. Now, if I get lost, then it's on that motherfucker because I don't know where I'm at. So I get off the plane at the stop. I think we in Arizona. I'm like, Lord, I don't know where the fuck I'm going, what I'm doing, what the fuck. Please don't let me get stuck. So, anyways, I get out here, boom, I see my mom's. I'm not knowing what to expect. You know, I ain't seen her in five years. I don't really know what to expect. She been living her life type shit. I've been living mine. My brother that I grew up with that was my oldest brother, like my best friend, I'm like, I don't know him no more. Like, I don't know them. I don't know them. They they got their own shit going on. They might have their own language. They might have their own bond. Who am I? You know? So, I just feel out of place. I felt out of place. I felt like I don't belong with these people. These are my brothers and sisters, and it's my mama, but I don't know these people. That's how I felt. All I knew really was my God family my whole life. Stop. So I get there. Me and my brother, we try to bond. Um, me and my oldest brother, we try to bond. But by this time, he's 16. You know what I'm saying? He's 16. He almost gone. You know, when he left, he was like 10 or some shit. You know, and it was a little different. A 10-year-old versus a 16-year-old, that's different. You know, now you you finding yourself, 
you, you know, you having sex, may or may not be thinking about it, whatever the case is. It just was like, this ain't my best friend no more. This is not my brother no more. Then my brother, my other brother, he one year younger than me. I'm like, I don't even know this nigga at all. You know, all I remember is him as a baby. So, um, I'm, I'm trying to fit in, you know, I'm trying to fit in. I'm, I'm trying to make sure. Thank you. Come on. So I'm sorry, y'all. Come on. So I'm trying to fit in. I'm trying to make sure that um, I'm. I, you know, it's weird. It's some weird shit because I'm like, I don't know these people. So, anyways, my mom she comes in. We um we have a talk. She sits me down. Now the rumor. There was a rumor going. You all right? There was a rumor going around. Well, not a rumor, but I should say my cousin. Me and my cousin got into it. And, uh, you know, kids and shit. Me and my cousin got into it and she blurted out something to me. Something that I never knew. Now, yes, as a kid, you wonder where your dad is. You know, but you don't. When You, you never really, to me, you don't. You can't miss what you, what you never had. So, honestly, I ain't never really thought about my dad. I ain't gonna lie to you. When I was a kid, it never really crossed my mind. Um, it was just one of them things. Like, okay, I don't know. I never asked my mom. Honestly, and it's crazy that when you when you think about it, I, I never asked my mom when I was a kid, where's my dad at? Um, my brother, my youngest brother, he had a dad and he was in my life a little bit, you know. So to me, I didn't I was like, OK, you know, but I never asked my dad. So any, I mean, my mom. So anyways, she sits me down. I'm 13. She's like, I think it's time I need to talk to you. And I'm like, all right, you know, cool. So we talked and she's like, I know you've been wondering about your dad and. Blase, blase. And I'm like, nah, not really. But I'm like, what's up? So she like, I just want to tell you, you know, the, you know, what happened and everything like that. I'm like, all right, cool. So she gives me the rundown. She lets me know, you know, he was on drugs. She lets me know that she was on drugs. She lets me know that they were in a toxic domestic relationship. And again, I'm listening. I'm like, okay. She gives me the whole story. Well, Isha, you know, your dad, he, he loved you. You know, he wanted, you know, kids. He didn't have any kids. He was so excited that I was pregnant with you and all of these things and all that. Yada, yada, yada. So you got two drug addicts, um, you know, and that's some toxic shit. And um, she tells me, you know, yada, yada, yada. This happens. This happens. So long story short, she gives me the rundown on how. Uh, he became abusive and all this shit. Now, if you know my mama, then you know. But anyway, so she gives me the rundown. And I'm like, okay. So she's like, well, one day he came in and da-da-da-da-da. He had been, you know, doing drugs and everything like that. So long story short, she tells me I, I killed him. So at 13... Becoming a preteen, my welcoming into becoming a preteen. Oh, no, actually a teenager. Actually, I'm a teenager at this point. Why? Yeah. Being a being a teenager, um, I was 13. I was almost 14. I, I, got, I got out here in July of 2003. Um, but at 13 years old, um, I'm told that, you know, this person that I never wondered about, didn't really think about, 
my mom killed them. So I'm sitting there like, hmm. Okay. Type shit. I told y'all my emotions, it just, and I didn't know him. So it, it's hard for me to feel anything. And um, I'm just thinking to myself like, damn, really? I didn't feel mad with my mom. I didn't feel anything towards my dad because I, I'm not saying that my dad didn't do what he did or my mom didn't do shit. I'm just saying it's two sides to every story. And my mom have never, one thing I can respect about my mom, even though she just, whew, my mom have never really talked down on my dad to me. Never. And I love that because by me not knowing him, she didn't put a fucked up image in my head about him. I just didn't think about him. And I, I rather had did it that way. Can you be quiet? I rather had did it that way than for me to be going through life thinking my dad was a monster or thinking he was a fucked up person. I don't want to think like that. I don't want to remember him like that. I want to, I want to have, I don't, I know everything is not raindrops and lollipops and shit like that, but people got to understand when people are on drugs, they not their full self. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to have an image in my head about my dad before the drugs, because to me, that's who he really was. That part. I don't, I didn't want to hear stories about drugs because that shit alters the person. So I, I'm thankful for my mom for doing it the way she did it. Yeah, at 13, I ain't want to hear that shit. You know, it was, a, it was one of them things like, okay, so you telling me you just killed my father? It was one of them things like, damn. You know, and um, I still don't feel nothing about it. It's weird. It's one of them things that my mom was... This is how I look at it. Like, I hate that. I believe everything has for a reason. I hate when I have to say that when it comes to somebody passing. But, it was one of them things that I don't know the full story. I don't know the truth. I don't know none of that. But I know if it came down to a situation, if it was my mama being pregnant with me or my daddy. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, because I wouldn't be here. So it's like one of them bittersweet things. And it doesn't it doesn't hurt me. Um, I don't dwell on it. What I chose to do was I got in contact with my dad's family after years. <laughs> um, I still haven't met my, my grandmother because Corona. I actually went to her house a couple of years uh, last year. And because of Corona, she didn't, you know what I'm saying? And I can understand that. She didn't really come out the room. And I ain't trying to get her sick. I'm trying to meet her. So I let her stay in the room. I just said my highs. And it's crazy because I'm my dad's only child. So I have a grandmother that has never met her son's only child. And um, it's crazy because, I mean, I went through life. I didn't really care to know these people. Um, I didn't really, it, it was one of them things, you know, how life just goes and you don't even really sit there and think about it. You just moving day to day. And when I look up, I'm like, damn, I don't know much about my dad and I don't know much about myself. 
I want to know myself. I want to know where I came from. I want to know how old is my granny? How long does she live? You know, shit like that. Like, do she have, is it any brain cancer? Is it any shits going on that I need to know about? Diabetes, you know, whatever. So I had to, um, a couple of years ago, I, I put it upon myself because my mom, she never said don't get to know them or nothing. She's never did that, but it was just one of them things. I just didn't care to know. But now, as I get older and I have children, I'm thinking like, damn, I want to know. I want to know where I came from. It almost seems like I'm adopted. You know, one of them adopted people that got to go find out shit. And I said, I want to know where I came from. I want to know, do I laugh like my dad? Do you know, do I have any of his traits? Even though I never met him, you can still have a similarity to a person. You know, wh wh what am I? Who am I? So I think I kind of struggled with knowing myself because I didn't know myself. I didn't know where I came from. So I got to know some of the people and they some pretty dope people. Um, it was it was pretty cool. Now you gotta know everybody got their own shit. Life goes on. You the item became thirty. You know, motherfuckers went through shit, so they ain't gonna be as accepting. So what my mom told me was, you need to build a relationship with whoever wants to build a relationship with you. And I said, you know what, you're right. I can't worry about this person and or if they doubt or if they saying something. I can't give a fuck about that. Whoever wants to know me, I'm I'm extending a hand. And I'm allowing them to, to get to know me if they want to get to know me. And it's been a journey. Because some motherfuckers, woo! And some people have been welcoming. And I appreciate that. And, um, yeah, that was when I was 13. So, Friday the 13th kind of put me in that mode. Because I got terrible news on the on my 13th birthday. I mean, on my 13th year. But it's just one of them things, y'all, that I add to my life. I've been through a lot of shit. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. Before even being born. And people don't understand like why my approach on shit is the way it is. I can I could have gone a lot of different ways in life. I can be out. I could have been out here. I could have been doing a lot of shit. I could have been on drugs. I could have been doing a lot of shit. A lot of shit as we all could. But given my circumstances and st statistics, I could have went a lot of different ways. But I chose to fight. I chose to stand tall. I chose to stand on everything I motherfucking said. I chose to be a mother. But now I'm choosing to be Maisha. A.K.A. Tina Snow. You got to choose your place in this life. You got to stand on that shit. You can't let nothing you've been through hold you back. Or you not living. I had my own mama leave me. I had my mama kill my daddy. I, you know what I'm saying? I've been raised by these people. Like all this shit. And that ain't even about that ain't even the most part. We gonna get into that season two though. But when I tell y'all, y'all can't go on none of my pages or see me in person and say that I'm a depressing ass bitch. You feel me? I could be. I could be wallowing in misery. I could be hurt. Oh, my daddy. I never had my daddy. Oh, he, my mama killed my daddy. Oh, my mama left me type shit. I ain't going to say I ain't fucked. I wasn't fucked up behind it. But I didn't let that shit eat me up, bro. I didn't let that shit tear me apart. I kept going. You got to keep going. It's exhausting. It's tiring. It's fucking emotional. It's fucking depressing. But you gotta keep going. 
Period. Period. There's no buts. You know how somebody say, well, I was going to do this, but. Oh, I couldn't do this, but. I don't got no buts. I can't even stop and rest to get no buts. Because if I stop and do a but, I could lose everything. I don't even think y'all understand how deep shit go with me. But I choose to keep on. I choose to keep on. So when a motherfucker trying to cause drama in my life, you don't even understand the direction I could have gone and that I really would beat the shit out of you. You know what I'm saying? I ain't had no mama, no daddy, no family, no nothing. But I'm still out this in this motherfucking standing ten toes down. And can a motherfucker in their life say they done seen Maisha out and bad? Even when I was at my lowest, I wasn't at my lowest. You feel me? Because I would never allow myself to get there. I would never give the devil that satisfaction over me. I won't. I won't do it. So then we take it back. My mama say, she give me that information. She tell me about my dad and shit. I'm like, damn, damn, shit. Not, 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 you know, not my daddy died from natural causes or got killed out in the street because he, we from the projects. My mama? All right. Okay. I, I got to swallow that pill. Take them hits. Keep taking them hits. Keep taking them hits. She keep on telling me the story. So I'm, I'm interested at this point. Like, mama, why you didn't go to jail type shit? What's going on? Well, I didn't go to jail because it was self-defense. Woo-to, 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 woo. Okay. So, I went to jail for a couple of weeks. Mind you, I'm, my mama in, in jail, pregnant with me, bro. I'm in motherfucking jail. So, y'all know I got a, <laughs> I got a baby record. Like, I got a, a fetus record. I've been in jail before I was in jail. Like, what? So, she tells me, like, yeah, you know, I went to jail for a couple of weeks. And all this, yada, 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 yada. That's her story to tell. But, um... So I'm like, damn, okay. So she tells me, now it's crazy, y'all. Y'all don't even understand. I can't go too deep into certain shit because a lot of shit ain't my story to tell. But so it so happens, y'all gotta excuse me because I'm moving around. It so happens that my aunt was was dating my dad's brother. So you got two sisters dating two brothers. <laughs> right you know how people say do you got a friend or you got a brother type shit yeah they played that game type shit so you got you got two sisters dating two brothers so of course that's gonna be some mess right because you got your auntie which is my auntie dating my dad's brother now my mom just killed this man so how y'all think this finna work out you feel me so my mom gets out they play they have a gathering to my understanding like a welcome home type shit so my aunt she's happy you know my mom's out of jail okay oh so then my uncle which is the man that my auntie's dating he he gets upset because not only did my mom take his brother it appears that they're throwing a party for her. Um, I don't know how big the party was, how small the party was. I just know <coughs> what I've been told. Look at me. Are you all right? Like you having a reaction. Oh, my God. We're going to go to the store in a second. Um, 
I don't know how big it was, if it was a party. I'm just going by what I was told. So long, next thing you know, um, my uncle, which is my dad's brother, he gets mad. He pulls a gun out on my mom. Mind you, my mom is still pregnant with me. You celebrating my brother's death? Yada, yada, yada. Really ready to blow my mama brains out. Now, y'all know what saved her, right? Other than God. The fact that he happened to be fucking my auntie. That's what saved me and my mama's life. So let me tell y'all. Before I was even born, the devil tried to take me out. Twice. Not once. Twice. Before I even stepped foot on this earth. So y'all think I'm finna let the devil win? Y'all think I'm finna give him the satisfaction of a becoming a nobody? Y'all think I'm finna lay down and say, the attempts you made, you won? <laughs> that ain't even me. Like I told y'all before, I got to be a bad motherfucker. You feel me? For the devil to try to take me out before I get here? <laughs> so then they say, my mom says, yeah, you know, I shot him and then I ran. I was so scared and whoop the whoop the whoop. And so the police come. They get, They look at my dad. They find a gun on him. Y'all know that shit could have went either way. I'm going to take it as it was either her or me. My thing is, I'm still here. It got to be a reason. So it's either me, I'm going to make a difference, or my kids going to make a difference in this world. Either I'm going to make a difference in this motherfucker, or my kids going to make a difference in this motherfucker, or they kids going to make a difference in this motherfucker. And that is why I'm still here. See, y'all don't think about shit like that. I think about shit like that. Because if I'm if I'm a fetus in my mama's womb and I was supposed to be taken out twice and I'm still here. I'm a bad motherfucker. Y'all don't even understand that shit. Y'all don't even understand. Once y'all grasp the concept of how this life works and how God works and how shit works. Either I'm going to do something with this world or my kids is. I don't play about this shit. There's a reason I'm still here. And, I, and I'm grateful. And that's why I'm living now. Because I'm like, you know what? I got to show my gratitude. Fuck all this shit I done been through. Fuck all that. I need to show that I'm grateful to be here. Because I don't have to be here. So one way to show that I'm grateful is to make something out of myself is, and it's to live and it's to do right by people and it's to be happy and it's to spread joy. And that's all I've ever been about. That's all I've ever been about. Anybody that get a different version of me, that's because that's what you prevented, presented to me. And we human and I fed into that bullshit. But me, me standing on my own. I don't like drama or mess. I don't like people business. I don't like bullshit. I don't like hating assholes. I don't like none of that shit. I like pure joy. And that's why I'm living now, y'all. But that's my story for 13. Friday the 13th that just passed. 
13 years old. I got a story, you know, from what happened, why I no longer have a father. I've come into acceptance with it. I know that when I get married, he will never be able to walk me down the aisle. And I and I want to I want to let y'all know that it's a high percentage of domestic violence going on right now in this world. People dying every day. And I ain't going to say right now being going on. That shit is no joke. Stop staying in shit. Like, I, I want to ask my mama. So bad, why the fuck would you even stay? But that ain't even that ain't even my you know what I'm saying? People do shit. People are so damaged themselves, they don't even know how to walk away from shit. I can't tolerate that type of shit. But that domestic violence shit is real. Y'all want to think, oh, it was just a little push or it was just a little shit and it was just a little this. That little shit turned into some big shit, turned into some dead shit, turned into somebody getting hurt type shit. Domestic violence percentage is high. It's not a fucking joke. It's not okay. It's not healthy for you. And if you got kids, it's not healthy for them. Ain't nobody walking this earth should be desperate enough to allow shit to go on like that. I tell my baby daddy, we used to have arguments. And shit. I used to be like, say, he even used to say, say, we're not going to do this. And we're not going to do this in front of our kids. And we both have that understanding and that respect. We're not going to do this. And we're not going to do this in front of our kids. We're not doing that. And I respect him for that. Because we could be wilding, you know, going off type shit. But we know how that can be, what that can do to a child. So I just want y'all to know if y'all in some shit, man, if y'all in a toxic relationship, if y'all in some shit, man, that shit is not worth it. Y'all don't even understand it's not fucking worth it. It's not the end of the world, bro. It's not. It is not the end of the world. It's. You need to take time to yourself and figure out why you allowing that shit. And once you figure out why you allowing that shit, work on that shit. Do some shit for yourself. Get your mind right before you even trying to enter a relationship. If you think that shit is okay, because it's not. I was in a situation. Uh, this guy I had been dealing with, I was like 20 or something like that. Not like 21, 22. And it got to where it was it was it was kind of like he was obsessive and uh, possessive and all that shit. And I never really dealt with no shit like that. And um, one day we um, he's at my house and I'm I like I said, y'all, I didn't smoke or drink. I was a real square. I knew my mom did drugs. I knew my dad did drugs. I knew a lot of people, my family, alcoholic. I just I just chose not to do that shit. You know, so I was dealing with this guy, not knowing until finding out later that he was on drugs. Um, but I was dealing with this guy. I was like 22. And every time we would meet up, um, I made sure my son was gone because I didn't play that shit. Um, so I didn't like men around my son and shit like that. If I ever dealt with a man and he met my son, nine times out of ten, my son was with me when I met them. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. You just, everybody just ain't meeting my child. So, um... Put that in the trash for me. So, um, one day, my friend, my homegirl comes over. I'm going to wrap this up in a second. But one uh, one day, my homegirl comes over. So, Mommy, he, he... Yes, baby. Um, my clothes are wet. Your clothes is wet. And you know what? It's probably that shirt. 
Probably whatever I wash that shirt in, making your face better. Okay, give me a second. Um, so I'm sorry, y'all. Hold on. Put this on. No, I'm over there. Huh? I'm talking to my people. Say hi, people. Hi, people. Yeah, can't say hi with her scattered ass. So, anyways, put your clothes on over there. Stay over there. So, anyways, guys, I'm dealing with this guy. I'm like 22. Um, my titties is falling out. I am. Can you put your clothes on? Thank you. Um, so I'm dealing with this guy. So he's like, oh, I got my homeboy. What? Girl, be quiet. So I'm dealing with this guy. And uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm dealing with this Kelly, put them clothes on. You're doing too much. Take your shirt off. Put that shirt on. Come on now. You ain't crazy. So um, keep playing. Meatball head ass. So, um, y'all, I'm sorry. Y'all know how this shit go. But anyway, so I chose to bring her ass up here. She wanted to come. But anyway, so, um, he brings a friend over. I got my homegirl over there. She's like, yeah, you got a friend with the whoop. So I'm like, okay, cool. So, next thing you know, I need to put this shit up online too. Next thing you know, uh, my son is upstairs asleep. Now, that's the only reason I invite, I allowed him to come over because my son was asleep. And I'm like, okay, cool. You can come over for a little bit. My son's asleep. I really don't want you niggas around my son. I don't know you niggas. You know, like that. So, they come over. My homegirl over there. We cool. We vibing. He's talking real loud, y'all. He's talking real loud. Man, anybody know. Come on now. People should know by now. I don't play about my fucking kids at all. You can play with me. You say what you're going to say. I don't care. Do what you're going to do. That ain't my business. But my kids, I, my tolerance is just different. Because they kids. They can't defend themselves. So anyways, next thing you know, he's talking loud. I'm like, can you lower your voice? My son is asleep. So he lowers his voice for a brief second. Um, then I say, um, he starts back talking loud. So by this time, I'm mad. I jumps up. Now, yes, I'm not trying to question a man's manhood. But you're not finna disrespect my home or my child either. So I jumps up and I'm like, can you lower your motherfucking voice? Now, yeah, you know, I didn't have to say that. I don't know. Oh, well. So, next thing you know, guys, I sit down, and I'm turned at a certain angle. So, he takes his hand, and he pushes his, his thumbs, like, against my throat, like he's choke, choking me. At first, I'm thinking he's playing. I'm like, ha, 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 And then he starts getting, like, going harder, like, choking me. So, I'm looking at my homegirl. I mean, I'm not looking at my homegirl. I faced him. So they're on another couch. Her and his friend are on another couch. And I'm thinking to myself, this shit is embarrassing. Like, I don't even want to say anything. Like, you know, type shit. So then I say, let me go. I can barely talk. I'm like, let me go. Hoping he'll let me go to where my friend doesn't notice. And it's, just, it's just so fucking embarrassing. So he finally lets me go. And... I, I jump up. I'm like, you need to get the fuck out of here. You got me fucked up. You need to get the fuck out of here. So, um, my homegirl like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, nothing. He need to get the fuck up out of here. His homeboy's like, what's going on? I said, nah, he need to go. So, he finally uh, leaves. 
And uh, my homegirl's like, what's wrong? And I'm too embarrassed to say anything because I'm not knowing this nigga would even do something like this. So long story short, the next day, I mean, I text him. I'm like, hey, I don't know what the fuck is going on with you, but you need to get some help. That shit is not okay. Um, so the next day I'm driving to work, y'all. And like I said, I'm a little, you know, sensitive type shit. But I'm sitting there and all I can think about is, damn, it's women that really would have put up with that. It's women that are really, that would have really stayed in that situation. Once that man did that, I cut that man off and never spoke to that man again. All I could think about was my dad. And how I didn't want the situation to end like that. Because the shoe, sometimes it ends the other way. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not finna be taken out from my kids, from nobody. I made a decision at that moment to not deal with no type of violence in my life. I feel like I hate to use my dad as an example. But that situation with my mom and dad have kept me from a lot of shit. It, it taught me not to accept a lot of shit. When it comes to how I should be treated. That's the only positive thing I took from that. God knowing how vulnerable I could have been. Abandonment issues. All that. It's just some shit I don't accept. I would never accept domestic violence. What the hell are you stepping on that for girl? Damn. I would never accept. <laughs> Why <Why'd> you. <laughs> I, would, I would never accept domestic violence. It's not okay. I lost my father. You know what I'm saying? And I'd rather him be in jail than dead. I'd rather be able to look at him in his face than not. But it's the way life is. But y'all, that's my story. That's part of my story. Um, If you didn't know, now you know. And I'm out.